Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be with you folks today. What an honor it is to have our 74th podcast and uh, to be coming your way and to be uh, uh, talking about how God can help us. And we we just came off of covering three self things. So we covered self-harm, we we covered self-image and self-worth. You can almost hear New England in there, Stephanie, as I I talk sometimes. If you listen closely, you can almost hear New England. But anyway, uh, so we covered self-esteem and self-worth and talked about how uh, your worth is from God. God alone provides that. He can take care of you. He can bring you to a new place. He can do great things. And and then we went to self-image, talking about that mental image that we have of ourselves and that we think other people have of ourselves. And and so now we're coming to this great place and uh, this great place where we're talking about waiting on God. And boy, I'll tell you, if people have uh, hurting hearts, if people are suffering from PTSD, they they have such a uh, wound up feeling. They, they're in such a hurry, but there's a great blessing, I think, in waiting for God. There's a great blessing there. There's great truths to be found there. Uh, there's great things we can see there. And, and one of the verses that I really love is in Isaiah 40, uh, verse number 31. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So as I come to you this morning and, and we're talking about this, we're, we got to remember that we, when we wait on God, when we wait on him, he's going to renew our strength. He's going to give us wings like eagles. Now, eagles wingspan, uh, I've read they can be up to like 7, 10 feet, fly 120 miles an hour, go higher than any other creature on earth that's not in an airplane that uh, can swoop down and catch a fish in six foot deep of water and swoop out and be back up to a thousand feet above sea level in less than 60 seconds. And I don't know about you, but I want to be like that eagle. And so we're talking about things. So actually, it's going to be a little different today, this podcast is. And this is how it's going to be different. I'm going to present things to Stephanie about how, how these issues that we're waiting on the Lord and and she'll answer that or maybe she'll present one to me. But, but things that people are waiting on the Lord, Stephanie. And where would Stephanie West go today? Author of uh, the great book, To Die is Gain. Um... Uh, finding abundant life in death. And uh, uh, Stephanie, so as we're waiting on God, things that we're waiting on God, what do you think is the number one thing that people are waiting on God for? Well, um, I think it's going to be different for every, you know, every person has their own heart's desire that um, is, you know, a very good thing, but that they're just not seeing happen um, on their timetable. And so I think every person would have their own realm. But I think ultimately everybody wants just a life that's happy, that's joyful, that's, you know, <laughs> is, is going the way that they dream of it going, that's, you know, just that good life that everybody wants. And, you know, as a Christian, you know, obviously we want to live a life that's glorifying to God. But, you know, as humans we have, you know, whether it is the desire um, to be married or once you're married to have children or, um, you know, 
for some kids, it's just finishing up the year of school at this point and having the summer break. And um, in that sense, you know, waiting involves working. So, yeah. but, you know, there's just, we all, you know, there's just all, I think, different realms of life that we would all have waiting. But um, yeah. I think for those of us who have been through situations where, um, you know, you thought you had your life planned out or your life was going fairly fairly close to what you had pictured or whatever, you know, you felt like you're really in tune with the Lord and following his plan for you. And, and you maybe work completely. I'm not trying to say that was just a trying, you may be in the center of God's will. And then God throws something that was in his sovereign plan all along. But to you is just like, God, what are you doing? Yeah. And just throws, throws things into your life that, are making you have to stop and and his ways are not our ways yeah yes yes and those many times where his ways aren't our ways and it doesn't mean that our ways were necessarily even bad but that his ways were just different and we know from eternity from his word from eternity's from perspective they are better but they may not always look better from our human perspective and that's where i have faith is so huge um but a lady um that's been really sweet and sends me cards often um, since Charles' death. She sent me a card um, for my for Mother's Day and my birthday, and she included this poem that really um, just made me, as we were talking about this subject of waiting on God, this poem really stood out to me. And um, it says, Sometimes we come to life's crossroads and we view what we think is the end, but God has a much wider vision and he knows it's only a bend. The road will go on and be smoother, and after we've stopped for a rest, the path that lies hidden beyond us is often the path that is best. So rest, relax, and go stronger. Let go and let God share your load. And to have faith in a brighter tomorrow, you've just come to a bend in the road. And I think a lot of waiting on God, when I think of waiting for me, where I am in life, is very often... um, the Lord takes me to Psalm 37, yeah. where he says, trust in the Lord and do good in verse three. And then verse four says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Verse five, commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And then verse seven, this always stands out to me. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. And very often it's easy to say, Lord, why are you letting letting so-and-so who's a jerk? Their life just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Like, you're not doing anything. And, you know, we can work ourselves into a tizzy, and I've done it. I'm just saying, Lord, I don't understand. What are you doing? And God says, rest in me wait patiently for me don't fret don't freak out yeah it's like be still yeah it's like that verse be still and know that i'm god yes and yeah. uh yeah so all right so you get to that place so we you know one of the things that i often deal with and you would know this coming at it from your female perspective but one of the things i deal with at colleges and stuff is these these young ladies get to their senior year and they're not uh engaged or uh, going out with somebody or something. What would you say to a lady like that who feels like something's passing them by? And and uh, and I can tell you, I can't tell you how many 
uh, probably handfuls have said something to me and feel like God doesn't want them married or something because they're 21 and they, they don't have a boyfriend and stuff. What would you say to them? Well, I know um, for Charles, that was an area of life that he very much struggled with. And um, there was 11 years between us. So um, I was got married. That was an area that at that time in my life, I didn't have to spend time waiting for that marriage, for that relationship um, with Charles. But Charles had to wait a long time. He was 30 when we got married. And... So I, I know there was many times he would tell me of how it would leave him, you know, before the Lord saying, God, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know who that person is. Um, you know, there was multiple situations he had checked into and they just would fall through or be cut off. And he really struggled with that. But I remember him telling me how the Lord just gave him that focus and that desire to live for the Lord. And, um, where he just made that choice that, okay, God, I'm just going to keep coming to you. You know, in Matthew, where Jesus said, ask and it shall be given you, seeking you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. And those, those words aren't just saying you ask once and then you're done, or you seek once and you're done. No, it's like a repetitive, you keep asking, you keep seeking, you keep knocking. And I think when we are delighting ourselves in the Lord and seeking to serve him and bringing those desires of our hearts to him that are obviously godly. We're talking desires of the heart that are in line with his will and that are pleasing to him. Um, And we, you know, we keep bringing them before the Lord. He promises asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be opened. So it's, it's while you're bringing those things to the Lord and giving him your heart's desires you're also seeking day to day, moment by moment, you're living for him. You're finding your joy and your contentment in him. And waiting on him is a huge part. You know, it's a trial of our faith to have to wait. Yeah. It's a trial. It, for In certain realms of life, it is, it's truly a trial to be at that point of having a hole in your heart, of that, you know, if you're single, of the loneliness that comes with that. And Well, and, and you know, sometimes that, that perfect... Sometimes that perfect person's just around the corner. And sometimes... Yeah, that bend in the road. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and you said that. It's just on the other side of that bend. And uh, I love that poem you shared, by the way. And, and, you know, as we look at this, so what would you say to, you know, you're from a family and there was, I think, 154 kids in your family. No, there was only only 10. Uh, So you're from a family of 10 kids and certainly you wanted to... uh, you know, bust your wings, get out of having to take care of kids, all the chores you had and stuff. What would you say to a young person who's really, you know, struggling with family responsibilities and school? And I mean, what what do you say to somebody? You've been there. I mean, 10 kids, homeschooling, uh, working. What do you say to somebody? How, how do you cope? Well, I, you know, if you're struggling with a loneliness factor, um, sometimes the best way to cope with having to wait is to find someone else to minister to and find someone else you can be a blessing to be it your parents be it a sibling be it someone in your church be it someone at work invest in others and um there's a verse i told you doug that god's used in my heart and life at different times when um i'll be very tempted to get into pity party pit and um you know go cry through all the things that seem wrong with my life or with 
the picture of my life. And the Lord constantly brings the verse to mind um, of looking on others, you know, look every man on it, not on his own needs, but every man also on the things of others. And where our focus is that of where Jesus was, where he didn't focus on himself. And you think of how lonely Jesus as the son of God had to be at times. And yet he was constantly pouring into others. And, you know, you have Jesus walking that path with you, that path that's having those bends, that's having, you know, that those points where you're like, Lord, I don't see what you're doing. I don't see why life is just seems like you're just spinning your wheels. You may feel like, you know, this, this cycle I'm in of every day being the same but you have a God that's walking through every one of those days and has a purpose for you every one of those moments. Yeah. And I yeah. think a lot, um, a lot of patience and contentment um, and joy in that contentment will come as, you know, as you seek to rest in the Lord and choose to rest in the Lord um, and wait patiently for him. I think that's a huge, um, that resting, you know, we're, um, I think of what Debbie told me when I found out I had the the liver tumors and we were talking about the passage in uh, Matthew where Jesus says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest and that same rest concept. And Debbie said to me, you know, turn your side of the yoke into a swing. God's carrying you anyway. And where, you know, you find that joy and contentment in the fact of, yeah, this isn't my tame table. This is not what I pictured my life looking like, but I'm going to choose to find joy in who Jesus is to me and in this path that he has for me and change your, you have to change your perspective. And I'm not saying this um, because I've got it down. It's something that, you know, I think it's a process of life, life learning in different realms, but we just have to choose to obey, choose to obey the Lord and rest in him and choose to delight in him and find your fulfillment in him and then let him fill your heart with that peace and joy that yeah. while you're waiting on him you can fulfill that purpose he has for your life yeah yeah and i you know i think there's there's a strange goodness in waiting for god we got to remember that verse we started with and but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagle eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint and so there's some promises waiting on God. And as we close today, I want to look at these promises real quick. It's renewing. God promises to renew our strength mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, socially. I mean, we could go on all day long. And we're going to continue this on on tomorrow's podcast on things we're doing about waiting on God. But it, it also says we, we mount up while we're waiting. And it gives us, you know, wings. It gives us this new capacity. And, you know, I was thinking I wrote some notes here. Uh, next to my Bible as we go through this, and it gives us the ability, uh, the ability to run with our with a vision and a purpose on life. You know, those who are running have somewhere to run to. Stephanie, you know, I found that out in the army. Man, when you're running, you have somewhere to run to. Praise God, you've got a place you're running to. You're not just running idly. And I've always been freaked out by people who just go for runs. But I got to tell you, I did that in the army for 26 years, and another five, six years when I got out before my body started getting a little weird on the whole running thing. And uh, but you know, there's no weariness. Uh, uh, you know, we we trust in Him. We got those eagles. We're out, and we're walking with excellence and power with His authority. And, and those are things I wrote in my 
my Bible and we don't faint, we we don't give up, we don't quit when we're waiting on God, when we know that the end goal is waiting on God. Here's our problem in life, Stephanie, and I think I think we end this first podcast on waiting on God with this. Here's our problem right here in a nutshell. Our problem is we always want to finish the next thing in our life. And you hit it at the beginning. You said, we want to get married. We want to have kids. We want to buy the house and so on. We want the car. We want the yard. We want to go here. We want to go there. For missionaries, we want to hurry up and get done with deputation. We where we want to get to the mission field. We want to get to furlough. And friends, can I tell you something? We're missing the journey. When we're waiting on God, we need to take in the journey. There's trials along the way. There's things going on. We need to take on the journey and we need to know that God can take that journey and do something awesome with it. That God can take that journey and change our lives. That that God can take that journey. I remember when I was in the army and I, I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but when I was in the army, I retired. I had enough time and I retired. I, I put in my retirement and I was retiring out of the army. I was getting out and and boy, then, then the army stop lost me. They said, you can't get out. And I tell you, I went back to my office and I sat at my desk and I was angry. And I said, God, why in the world, after all these years, would you not let me go home and go in the ministry? We had just bought a house at that time in Virginia. We were we were ready to go. I was ready to do a change in my life. And the army said, no, you got to stay in for another year. And we did. But I'll tell you, let me tell you what happened in that year. For about a day, I was in a bad place. And then I realized God reminded me all the army had done for me. They're taking a 17-year-old kid, and and uh, uh, they taught me how to do things. They taught me how to be a soldier. They kept me physically fit. They they kept me honest. They showed me all these skills. I mean, all this research. I, I left with several college degrees. I had all this technology in my mind. I was offered a, a high-paying GS-13 job for the Army. I mean, everything was right in place, and I remembered all the things, but here's what came to my mind. I got saved. I was able to plant our church. I was able to help plant our church in Germany and help Pastor Moreau's out. I was able to uh, be part, whatever I could do to help that little church there or whatever Pastor Moreau's wanted done or whatever I could do to serve God. Friends, can I tell you something today? Remember the journey. Remember what the journey does. Renew your strength. Mount up. Get those wings. It's all about the wings. Hey, listen, we love you folks. It's such an honor to be with you on this 74th podcast. We're going to talk again tomorrow about waiting on God. We can't wait to see you again. Make sure you look for us out there on Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop us a line. Know we're praying for you. Say a prayer for us. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.